0: Speaking of Argentina, there's a river otter that was thought to be an extension and now it's not. So it's coming back. And
1: that's your otter news for the day. <laughs> well done. That's why the people tune in. That's why they give us the Patreon bucks. That's right.
0: Got those dad puns and those otter jokes. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for Subscribe to and rate the Minnesota Football Show on
3: iTunes.
0: Welcome to the Minnesota Football Show. It is a Saturday, May 29th edition. It is fall weather outside and I'm loving it. Um, but also, there's so much stuff to talk about. There's so much drama going on in the in the in the world of football. But I'm joined once again with uh, Bridget McDowell, who took a well-deserved vacation with the trees. And and what your phone got this good. No, no, you, your phone died, and you just let it. My die. phone
2: died. Yep, I just threw it into the bag and said, "That's that's good for the week. I don't need it." And That's awesome! Fantastic! That's
0: awesome, and and of course you have Eric. Eric, how you doing, brother?
1: Hello, hello. Doing all right, man. Um, getting sl- uh, slowly but surely more and more acclimated to the vaccinated uh, recovery world. Um, it it does telling. take
0: some getting used to. It yeah.
1: does. Now. It does. We'll 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 talk about the uh, the live sporting event, but yeah, I just recently got back from the uh, MMA gym I did not train I just went in to like say what's up and watch some people actually train and kind of see what they were up to and dip my dip my toes in the water as it were and, and maybe make the comeback here in the near future so that's that was the big thing
0: you did punch was, something though right
1: I did oh absolutely I, I hadn't hit a heavy <laughs> bag in over a year so I, I I asked the uh the office manager I'm like yo there's like two bags open can I just go like Beat some shit for fifteen minutes, and he's like, "Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> that was nice."
0: That's the name of the episode right now. Beat some shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep, yep.
2: They're gonna have I a lot thinking... of people coming into the door soon, just being like, "Can I just beat a heavy bag
1: for That's ten right. minutes?"
2: And then I'll go. Just, just let yep. me
1: punch. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. G um, wants to do that.
0: I'm, I'm thinking of buying some of those. What are those? those uh training gloves right so you they, mm-hmm. they come with it just so she can go ahead and start doing that because someone bought her like an inflatable one and um she just doesn't like it she wants a bag and I'm like yeah there's no way I'm getting a bag in this house this
1: <laughs> that's I, our situation I, too. Yeah I was
0: like I put it on a beam this house is not the the the, <laughs> the best situation to put something in a beam and next thing you know something falls and yeah no no with this house at this point now
1: I was I was gonna add on you mentioned the actual date we had the uh, the anniversary of uh, of George Floyd's murder and it was it was interesting to have it also be able to be a, a celebration of of sorts holding the space it was a really really amazing event on Tuesday it was packed um, lots and lots of cool artists lots of cool speeches um, I, I got to see his entire well not his entire but a number of his family members speak um apparently i i went in a couple waves like i went early then i had to come home then i had to teach then i went back and you know there was like a two-hour spread in there between going and coming and apparently i was i was in this um i was close to the stage but there, there was like vendors and all this stuff too but anyway between the time i left and came back apparently common was just like hanging out like right where i was <laughs> so i so i totally missed common just like chilling with everybody which is on brand for me
0: i mean i mean the pictures were everywhere i think uh marisa had a picture with him i think Mm -hmm.
1: uh i actually saw her perform it was good nice to see her again
0: yeah i'm i I just to me and and i i as much as this has become like a global um Memorial, in a sense, right? Like it's mm-hmm. still very personal to me and intimate to me. So, like having to see like big groups and having it be put on a big stage, kind of just doesn't sit right with me. But that's my own personal point of view. But like I, I was I get thinking,
1: it. yeah, I was thinking about today is the actual date, though. And like I, I, you know, the the Facebook memories and things came back. And on this day a year ago, um, there were ashes of the third precinct, which went up in flames yesterday, the twenty eighth. Um, they were in my front and backyard, and then I was out on Lake Street handing out medic kits for the upcoming inevitable conflicts that were that were occurring on Lake Street. One year. <laughs> and that's, a, how a, that's how we it's started. <laughs> it's been a ride. It's been a ride.
0: And going from one bombasso to another one. Um, yeah. Um, that involves soccer let's talk about the telenovela drama dun, 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 yeah, is... we can pick
1: up where we left off last week just like a regular telenovela i know it's right it's like we have to do
0: the the the, the, end with the
3: cliffhanger
1: right
0: right we we have to re we do like the minute to recap that pulls into the whole thing which we're going to do right now so as of last week
1: what if you sold you Nel Minnesota Football Show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the Copa America or Comebol, was trying to uh had two options. Uh we already had Colombia taking the taking the rights to host tournaments. Um and Argentina, which is the most logical place to do it, went into COVID lockdown. Right. Uh and so Comebol was I don't know. What is it? You know, they were, they were testing all the grounds and theories that they can do it in. Uh, eventually what they want is to be able at least to have fans in the final game.
1: Well, but- well the first thing was Argentina were like, yeah, we want to do this, but we want to push it to our summer, which would be our winter. That's kind of, that was where it's, that was <laughs> That's like not gonna last happen. Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> and then people <Quibble's> like, no. <laughs> um, so then it moves to, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let you drive this, Rodrigo. You've got it as well as I do. But then it, the, the idea of USA started to pick up momentum. So you can take it from there.
0: Right. In addition to that, you know, the other places that they were looking for was Chile. right? because um, they have a much better grasp on, on COVID, but still not good enough to be able to have an X amount of number of fans attend games, which is, the, which is what Comeable wants, which is, which is money um but like if they sold the TV rights I don't know to whole, how many places but these the small little movement on Twitter that was let's move it to the United States it's getting bigger and bigger and what Combo needs to realize or needs to come up to understand is that if Chile or Argentina say no which is leaning more and more likely because um as of last time I checked was Friday Argentina has a total had like 41,000 cases, which is the highest they've ever had. The league got suspended. They cannot guarantee people being in the stadium. And if that becomes the issue, then I think that's what's going to drive it outside of, um, outside of, of South America. But the thing is, is like how much time do they need to prep and move things and ship things?
1: We, we are now it? at two weeks, two weeks. From supposed, I'm going to put for listeners in huge repeated air quotes, supposed kickoff two weeks.
0: Yeah, without a delay, I just don't see, it. you know, it has to be a delay in order to be able to happen anywhere else or, you know, just um, goalie wars for um, for Copa America. Uh
1: we should give a big shout-out again to um, Diego Montalban. You should invite him on. It'd be fun to have him, see if he's interested in jumping in and, and joining the real-life telenovela here with us. Yeah, he's a big <laughs> fan of the of the
0: gifts of telenovela every time he posts something else or something new. But, but I mean, that's, on one that's, of that's his, the oh,
1: good. Yeah. yeah, I was just going to add, on one of his threads, People were there was all this uh, momentum with the U.S. of, of well, it's got to be Florida, it's got to be Texas, it's got to be Miami. And, like, I jumped in there and, like, you guys – can we make, connect some dots and put some things together? Like the whole reason this is failing is because of the pandemic and, and the outbreaks and you're going to send, you're going to do this thing. in like the, the most pandemic stricken parts of the United (laughs) States. I'm like, come on, let's let's think a little bit. And I wasn't necessarily pushing to be like, yeah, let's do it in Minnesota. But it's like, you're going to do this in Florida. Just, Pause for a second.
0: Oh, I was. I was. I I even tagged all places not
2: to do it. Yeah,
0: I even tagged Dallion's field, and I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "So it could happen." And he's like, "It's a possibility." So everything. What Kevin Garnett used to say? Kevin used to say, "What is it? Um, Anything is possible." That's what he used to say. That's right.
1: It's kind of amazing just watching his timeline because it's every two to three hours there's there's a new there's a new update and and they're all just ridiculous and, and out of control and and sad but also just just it's just a constant train wreck it's really kind of revealing how i mean we we obviously on this program we 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 talk humble up a lot in terms of the quality of the players and the play and we enjoy that but as a organization it is still corrupt to the core it's still filled with horrible horrible human beings that i, I mean we're we're just seeing through it all right now that they're Profit and their bottom line is far more important than human life, which is which we've seen everywhere, but it's extremely uh, apparent and just sickening watching this role. Nobody's
0: <laughs> like, cool, I just sorry, I was I, I got caught up <laughs> trying to read and I couldn't find the unmute button, <laughs> to like, but um, no, because because uh, Luis Suarez when asked about copa america said it is unbelievable that the copa america will be played with a complicated situation like the one we are experiencing so like he's not the only person that's like or player who's been advocating either to be delayed or or to postpone for i don't know i mean it's it's not just it's not just it but comebol needs to make money and i honestly don't know how they're going to make money out of tv rights that's what, that's what i'm trying to figure out
1: that's an interesting point there, though, too, because if the player, if the European base players like Suarez, we'll talk about Neymar and his uh, hot water in a little bit. But if all <laughs> those guys decide that they don't want to come back, I mean, that that's another power play, too, that the Confederation's going to have to deal with. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Cavani has been
0: an advocate, too, for not having it or moving it from somewhere else or waiting it to be delayed just because of the situation in, in yeah. South America. So, I mean, it's not just, you know, but I mean... Yeah, greed, right? Capitalism, absolute. absolute Yay, greed.
1: Um, we'll we'll keep updated on that. I mean, you could probably probably log in on his Twitter right now and have an, a new update. It's just it's ridiculous. Um, well, let's jump back, shall we? We'll we'll talk about some more local stuff and we'll bring it back to the internationals. Um, for all four of you, parabens, feliz aniversario! Around this time three years ago, we started this been radio show now podcasts uh so listeners congrats thank you for sticking with us and uh and particularly as we transition from one entity to the other during the (laughs) pandemic and and i would say did a pretty good job in, in terms of uh listenership i know it's gone gone up quite a bit um it's been good it's been nice and so uh anyway congrats champagne bottle Wait, wait,
0: (laughs) wait. We made it. Hold on. I might have something. Let me see if I can pop it off. There it is.
2: There it is.
3: (laughs) Nice. Nice What you got there, Rodrigo?
0: It's
1: a really bad beer.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Good, good, good.
1: I'm going to pour myself something (laughs) too in a second. (laughs)
0: Someone left these, like, really bad Corona Familiar, and so it's like, maybe I'm just bougie on my beer, but I'm like, yeah, it's something I use to marinate meat or something I use when I, like, you know, it's like, it's like ham. There's <laughs> a lot of people in my neighborhood that like hams. I just, they're like the the better version of MGD in a sense to me. It's like something you can just, so, No. Now, oh. you me some You're hot not, you. I'm
3: not even going to tolerate that slam on Oh! oh! She looked,
1: she looked oh. coming in hot. She's like, oh. Don't tolerate it. Fighting <laughs> words. <laughs> no,
3: but Schlitz. Schlitz is my brand. There you go. Actually, but no, I really do like these, the cheaper uh, beers, especially for summer, because you can drink them outdoors and not get dehydrated you can day drink with them i think we've had this conversation before
1: that is true Let's do some local stuff here um um, i'll do i'll do this one then i'll pass it off to you guys because now that he's drinking i want to drink too um (laughs) minneapolis city last week uh they ended up Smoking Aris 4-0 in wherever they played that wasn't the correct stadium as they tried to move around and, and just avoid the match. So good on them. And then Minneapolis City 2, also, not to be outdone, won 4-0. So both squads, 4-0. And then on Wednesday the 26th, I actually went out to the Nelly and saw my, fo- my first live football match. I saw Minneapolis City in Duluth. It was awesome. It was a great match. Were you in uh,
3: Duluth already, or did you just no 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 it was it was, it was
1: here it was here it was here. I
3: see.
1: At Augsburg at the at the Ed Or Nelson, um, it was it was in quotes a sellout. <laughs> Bridget knows what that means. <laughs> what does that mean? Like I mean, a they, hundred like, people,
0: two hundred people.
1: No no, no 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 They they said seven something, seven hundred. I think.
0: Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's
1: a but they're still Why is that like sold you, out. Because but you could definitely do one of these and not touch anyone.
3: Still, yeah. <laughs> Is that because of COVID policy or
1: what? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But I thought that was kind of lifted now.
1: It's, uh, it just depends on. I mean,
2: the, the, the the, the state will allow, you know, to, to go to capacity, Um, but they're playing on a college campus where they're still dealing with. Uh, with some restrictions, and I think they yeah. were trying to ease into it too. I mean, some businesses right. are just going mean, to go from zero to 100. Yeah, Og- Og- a hundred. Yeah, basically, just good. like
3: free for all for businesses; they just have to right. decide yeah. what they want
2: to
1: do. Yeah, yeah, there's, literally, literally, there's, there's what it so is. many little little uh, bits and pieces. Yeah, that, that's mm-hmm. what I learned at the gym today. It's up too. to
0: each entity to figure out how they want to do it. But I also think Augsburg is yep. a private college, so like mm-hmm. private colleges have their they can make up their own rules. The university has to follow whatever state state mandate, mandate yeah. yeah but yeah. Um, private colleges don't so they can do whatever they want
1: anyway it was a dope game it was really fun uh your final score was three two uh it was actually very balanced in the first half i just took a few notes here uh Duluth actually the first to score they are always for listeners that may not know that this is always the big rivalry. Like these are the two big teams in MPSL that are usually gunning for it towards the very end. And, and it gets chippy and it gets aggressive and they're just like, they're going for it. And, and that, that's the kind of match it was. It was super entertaining. Uh, so Duluth scores first in the 40th, a little bit of a defensive lapse and the ball lands right in front of this dude, the attacker, and there's nothing you can do. There's your first goal. So Duluth are on top at halftime, one nil. And then it just opens up in the second half. They must have had a a great, great pep talk. Uh, Basically, they come out and score straight away. Minneapolis City, 47 minute. Yusuf, people were joking around calling it the perhaps dong goal because he kind of slides the ball in. And at first we think it like he slid it with his feet. They're like, "Um, no, that was the groin area that was scoring the goal. We're like, oh, okay. (laughs) Right on third leg the lovely wife says the third leg goal so that wow that, <laughs> that, that wow. tied it up that, that was that was 1-1 one, one. um and then like shortly thereafter 50 second uh kid scores the header and we're we're just celebrating that goal like we're literally still jumping in the stands they restart and take it the other way and score immediately so within like 30 seconds it's 2-2 all of a sudden <laughs> like what what's happening um so that was like that was three goals in 10 minutes basically and then it kind of calmed down a little bit and it got a little more back and forth a little more balanced uh elder had a great uh keeper had a great 1v1 stop on uh, the 64th i put michael vang that dude is so much fun to watch he he just brings the uh the Jogo de Cintura, the Jogo Bonito, Jogo da Rua. It's, it's like street ball with that guy. The fakes, the spins, the megs, and you just can't take your eyes off him. He, he didn't score in this one, but he was just so much fun to watch. Just watching him burn, burn people left and right. what well, That guy's got some skills. Um, and then finally, uh, towards the very end, 80th minute, Lopez gets the uh, third goal. Undefeated, Minneapolis City, 3-2. I had a lot of fun. It, it was nice to see everybody, and I I appreciate the uh, Zeller and Colin and Bill and MJ for for being gentle with me for like the first twenty minutes when I was like super awkward and weird and trying to like <laughs> adapt. And it was cool to see Doreen at halftime too, because it was her first like going to an event post you know, right vaccination. Right. Me, so we I, were I just both like, fans know. okay, we're the breathing, we're still alive, uh, we're good.
0: Yeah, I just want the listeners that is your that is your typical type of a, you know just awkward you just yeah you know, being, just <laughs> hey, being around eric now. is awkward we don't know what to boo. do around Eric boo hiss right. we don't we don't know we don't know what we'll do around eric i think the last time I, I was with eric in a outdoor function when it was viejos sonos trapos was still playing so long time it has been a while. Long time.
1: I, I was I felt much better by the second half. Like that things, things kind of warmed up. I was actually giving high fives and things like that. So did was, you heckle anybody? Absolutely. There was um <laughs> oh Liam. The, he, number four for Duluth. He scored one of the two goals and he, he came to us. He came to the supporters to, he didn't even he, he didn't like flip us off or anything, but he was very much like rubbing it in. So he like everybody just like zeroed in on number four <laughs> Liam. So there was a lot of Liam, Liam, this, Liam, that. Yep.
2: That was funny. This morning I got on Facebook memories three years ago, I was in Duluth on my way up to a different camping trip. um, And I wore my Minneapolis city cap and I got a few dirty looks around town. People looking at me Mm -hmm. like, how dare you wear that here? And it was kind of funny because you don't think that you'll run into those people in Duluth. you think it's just going to be like, the tourists who don't have any idea, but uh, there were clearly quite a few fans out and about. So it it was kind of a cool moment. um, And uh, It's a legit rivalry. It It is. Yeah. Yeah. There's fire. Yep.
1: It it was fun though. So there's your final score and they stay undefeated and what a good time. It was, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, I'm going to be quiet and pour myself an anniversary drink. So I will throw to you all for your, MLS uh non-minnesota united rap so go for it
0: it was week 6 of the mls and i did not watch one single game <laughs> i took a i took some time off but i did watch some things um uh it was nice to uh, see cincinnati actually win a game so they defeated montreal 2-1 the um la galaxy game against portland was horrific for me to watch because the tackle on Andy Polo which is it's just something that doesn't yeah it was horrible like straight red um and then and then Andy Polo's out for the season has to have surgery on his thigh oh
3: to God. reattach
0: a muscle to, re, to reattach a muscle and see what other ligaments on his knee is so who knows um if he'll come back to play at all i mean and did you I actually I, watch the,
3: the
0: unfortunately I, I was watching that game when I saw it and then I I've, I've never wanted to like just you know I literally got up and I walked away because it's like I've seen stuff like that happen and it's just that that's horrible pretty it's horrible accident it was the thing is is the player that did it had previously been out because um, he suffered a blow to the head so it seemed that it might have like, I don't know what the concussion protocol was when they were examining the player, but it, he was late to the tackle, like extremely late, and so, um, so the jury is still out. MLS, I don't know if MLS has sent out their uh, their sanctions, and you know, I mean, this could border, you know, a, a seven game suspension. For for the tackle that was on Andy Polo, which was which is horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, apparently, when you cheat, um, Chicago Fire beat you. So Inter Miami lost. Let's take it
1: back really quick though, because uh, with I mean, it sucks that 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 injury was horrible, like you were saying. Um, but having LA go down a man. They they just couldn't do it, and Portland yeah, just three 0 Three 0 was your that's final. It should
0: have been right. I mean, yeah, and that's what happened. So Valeri and company and Mora were able to take take advantage of that, and that's what yep. you should do. But.
1: Mora had a phenomenal game, scored oh, one, yeah. assisted one. He, he was all over the place. Anyway, go ahead. Go Chicago. I mean, the one
0: thing is Mora is really good is following his own shot. So whenever he shot the that's ball right. and it hit the post, he was right there to hit it back in. So, yep. I mean, that's, yep. it doesn't matter how it goes in as long as it goes in. Right. Yes. Orlando uh, beat Toronto. Um, and NYCFC lost to Columbus 2-1. I didn't watch the Dallas real Lake game, but um, I'm interested in the fact that Dallas is not losing and now it's beginning to tie. Uh, the fighting Bruce Arenas, of course, um, defeated the Red Bulls three to one, and Houston defeated Vancouver two to one. I don't know, did, did Christian get playing time in this one, or oh, I'm not sure if he is, but there's also Christian rumors flying everywhere currently in this moment. Oh, so yeah, we'll... go
1: ahead, we might as well stick that one in here. All right, um,
0: is it Aberdeen? Is that Aberdeen, the Aberdeen, Aberdeen Scotland? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're rumored in, um, uh, in being interested in signing him, but I think a good financial decision would be to sign him after his contract is up because I believe he is on he's on the budget or on the for like close to eight hundred thousand dollars. I don't know how much Houston is willing to to depart with or eat in order for that to happen, but. Uh, it's a it's a opportunity that uh, I don't know if you take it, but soccer wise is a good opportunity. Family wise, Scottish First kills.
1: Division. I don't know. He's gonna need to, to, to get his head buttoned up. <laughs> I got to give him a few lessons and head button. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sporting KC beat San Jose three one. L A over Colorado two one. Let's go, Rodrigo. You your Nirvana situation here. Well Rui Diaz scoring on Brad Guzan, Seattle and Atlanta. How yeah. did you feel?
0: On a on a, on a header. <laughs> on a header. We all know Rui Diaz is like five inches shorter than I am. I think he's like five three, right? How do you let a little guy beat you on a header? Is 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 one of the things that like when I was, you know, playing, it'd be like you got you need to do fitness at the end. Like twenty minutes extra just because you shouldn't. He got beat on a header, like Rui Diaz beat him in a header. And in this household, we celebrate oh, Bra- Brad Guzan <laughs> goes on. So when we saw the highlights, we all like you know we were extremely happy. And of course, Rui Diaz is now with I believe six goals. So the talk for uh, Golden Boot never really Game goes in away in this house.
1: At the top, yeah. Um, they get one back Atlanta towards the end, so it's a one-one tie there um i guess the next thing i have is this this some situation maybe bridget i'll throw this to you because i don't fully understand it i know it's marketing and maybe it's better for the league but uh would you care to elaborate on the ending of some uh
2: i can try a little bit this was like right before i left town and quit paying attention (laughs)
1: um that's totally fine too we can just be like (laughs) something happened <laughs> I mean,
2: I mean, it was it was a marketing thing that like it it was partly owned by the league, so it was kind of weird to have um, all this in house kind of self dealing going on. Um, so it's I think it should be a good thing. We'll see what they're replaced by. That's going to be the concern. Um, they're just replaced by another group that's equally questionable, we'll say. It obviously isn't a benefit to anybody, but um, they they served MLS well, but that's not what their function was supposed to be, so.
1: Right on, thank you. Um, we can jump to some NWSL. I, I put a lot in here, but we we can just skim through a little bit. Uh, maybe Rodrigo, to you, uh, it was. It's been kind of a rough week for Portland. They lost twice. Um, first to the rain. Do you want to take this one with uh, with Megan Rapinoe trying to be the villain in Portland? But everybody's like, "You're Megan Rapinoe. We love you, even if you score against us. We we can't be mad at you. You're you're Megan Rapinoe. I, I
0: think that's a that that was an interesting like. She said it was. She scored in a set piece, and it was a it was a a nice set piece. She kept the ball low enough, so it became a a problem for the keeper, and beat French right. And then she runs to the Portland fans, trying to get some sort of interaction, and there there seems to be like no interaction. Like they don't know what to do until so, until one fan um, decides to give her the middle finger salute and. And that's what she wanted. She wanted that that, that rivalry because Portland has the best players. Portland has the best fans. Portland, you know, you know, she's 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 trying to make things more uh, combative, uh, and you can't and and you can't disagree with her. I mean, it's it's great. Even she in in their post match interview, she went uh for Portland. She went with uh. She went, she talked, she talked crap about Gotham and then Gotham ended up retweeting them. And like, it's like, it was, it's, it's great. Like when she decides to retire, she just, she just can't retire. I mean, like, I don't know, needs to manage a team or something and just talk trash to the other people. I mean, it's, it's just great. Like, great. Reader. I mean, I'm happy Orlando also won. So they beat the courage and the courage seemed to be struggling a lot, but.
1: I mean, yeah, there are happened. some other interesting store, interesting little scores around here. Yep, Orlando beat them. Um, Washington is kind of getting sorta of kind of back to winning ways. They they beat Houston. Houston won earlier, and then yesterday, um, <laughs> my poor racing Louisville after after starting really well just <laughs> got absolutely stomped five 0 by the Courage. So so maybe the Courage are back. I, it, it's kind of all over the place. I, I didn't put the table in here, but. Uh, it's it's interesting to see things kind of starting to open up here. Let me take a look. So the Orlando Pride are actually number one right now. They're back on top. Courage, number two, and Racing Louisville, still in a good position. They're at number three, Reign, four. So, but that, yeah, it's, that's,
0: it's an interesting, holy cow, hold on.
1: One, two, three, four, five, six. That's six teams with four points, though. So it's way tight.
0: Yep. And then you have, like, believe um, really Rose LaBelle is... Um, in talks, or will be going to the rain. In addition to leslie Mayer, and then um, Abby Dahlkemper is going to go to the. Is it the Courage? I think. And Cameron, then uh, um, that leaves you know. Well, Toby Heath is re. But it it, it leaves the other stars that are, that are done playing in Europe coming back. So where are they going to go? So it's right. it's about to get extremely interesting in the NWSL.
1: So see where that happens. So word. Um, MLS today uh, I think most of the teams play just a couple of games tomorrow uh, we'll talk Minnesota in a second here but other than that what kind of catches your eye here in this slate um, laFC NYCFC might be an interesting battle uh, you got you got the uh, what, what do they call this one the, the California the uh, the 101 Derby the LA Galaxy, San Jose
2: be- uh, they've said the Cali Classical a couple times, too. Okay.
1: It's, okay.
2: Depends it was, on who you ask.
0: Yeah, it, it was the original Classical, right, the Cali teams. Yeah, before you know it.
1: Anything else that you're interested in uh, seeing how it goes down? Chicago and Montreal are probably actually rolling as we speak.
0: Uh,
2: uh, DC and Miami is going to be interesting. DC is just absolutely gutted with injured players right now.
0: Mm. Yeah. Um, Not only Andy Polo, but um, Orejas as well to get injured a in hamstring he's out mm-hmm. six
1: weeks so Chicago and Montreal are currently tied starting the second half Red Bull is up one nil on Orlando guess who scored Kane Clark you got it <laughs> yes baby I started him in my fantasy league all right Minnesota never doubt did, Minnesota outside of Minnesota did,
2: did Kelvo score for Montreal. <laughs>
1: That took me a second. That was very good, Bridget. That was very good. (laughs) Did you get snaps for that I got to
0: check my fantasy league just to see what we're doing. But anyways, no, I mean, I want to see the Atlanta United versus Nashville. I think that'd be a great game. That'll
2: be fun,
3: yeah.
0: Because the Nashville versus Austin game was a good game until Nashville was able to break it open. And once they broke it open, it was... You know, it's lights out And a very sound defensive team and, and, and then just just trying to make sure that the strikers are able to do that. And the the issue with Atlanta United is is their midfield, which we've talked about a lot. It's like if they can't produce or get the ball into space to Joseph, then Joseph is not gonna be the greatest player he's known as being because he can't score or can't get the opportunities to do so. So again, they're shopping people. On,
1: on on regular T V rabbit ears? I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, let's let's jump to this one before we do Minnesota here. Um, Enter Miami in some hot water. It should frankly be way worse, but um, maybe maybe I'll throw to uh, Bridget or Sheila if you all want to take this one because it's just kind of fun. (laughs) Whoever wants it.
0: Do do you want to read the information? Yeah. So. Um.
2: Yeah. So lots of sanctions finally have come down. We've been waiting to hear about what would happen with their. Extra DPs. Um, turns out that it's actually worse than everyone thought. They were underreporting salaries the whole time. Uh, so, not only were they over their cap for designated players, they had a couple of players who should have been listed as designated players um, and instead were just making a lot of money. Um, so, there's a $2 million fine for the club. Uh, the COO at the time has a quarter of a million dollar fine. They're going to be reduced. Um, their GAM for like the next two seasons is reduced by another like 2.5 million, something like that. Um, so they're, they're going to be paying for that for a while. Um, and it's not like they got, they didn't get a trophy for doing any of that. They came in like 10th.
1: So, right. Yeah. Even with mean, all that, the under the table, is that budget. amount of
3: money gonna like make a dent? I mean, seems like well, it's, it around. is
2: gonna it's gonna affect their acqui- their future acquisitions for the next year or two.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Basically, they've taken on like three seasons worth of new players in one year, and they're they're going to be stuck with them Wait. for a while.
0: So they have five DPs of the allowed. Three or four? I forget. Well, Is it three, three or four? Three, I thought. I think so it's then, three. <laughs> so does that mean they're sending another DP down to the USL affiliates? Probably so, yeah.
1: no. <laughs> You know, to to Sheila's point, something I was reading that a lot of people were disappointed with was there, there, there should have been a penalty of of, of no uh, postseason this year and yeah. maybe even the following year too, which, which yeah. would have been uh, – that would have been like a real consequence, like regardless of what you do. Right. Rather than, post-season you know –
2: Here's all this money, and yep. a team like that can just say, "Okay, here's the money." They right. obviously don't and care then they make if they the were playoffs. buying those players anyway.
0: Yeah, but but yes. they made the playoffs in a season where like the East needed it. They had like an extra playoff spot. That was the you right. Know, yeah, it was one of those freak. It, it's it's one of those freak seasons that you never will see again in a long while. So it's like, I mean, if you're gonna cheat, right? You 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 got to cheat to win, yeah. right? That yeah. you know. I mean, that's expected, right? I mean,
1: hold on. Are you saying that underwear model extraordinaire David Beckham is a cheater? How dare you, sir?
0: No, I, I am totally saying he's a cheater. He's not a good one. That's the problem.
3: <laughs> so it would be okay if they got away with it, is why
0: I mean, like, I'm, I'm saying. If like, they got if something I'm, out of it. Yeah. I mean, like it's, making, it's a totally make,
2: different
3: thing.
0: Yeah. This making is the last place, stupid. this last lot of a playoff for the fact that you had two extra. DP players and you only can make the last lot of in the Eastern conference playoffs. I don't, I don't, I don't cut that as a win. I like, I mean.
2: It's yeah. I mean, it's not like, uh you know, in the record books in the future, you wouldn't see an asterisk next to their placement for the 2020 season because of all these things that came, came down after the season. Um right. Unlike i mean kentucky derby the winner's show an asterisk next to his name uh for for the rest of the time um right. so I it's just,
3: it really you just want to cheat and nobody knows so i mean
0: that's well, typically ideally, how yes. it works right <laughs> you don't want to you know, get caught but what like, if you do until get caught you
2: cry on oprah's show eventually
0: Yeah, (laughs) there you go. You're obviously not... I want to cry on our show.
2: You're not trying too hard if this is as far as you get with cheating as badly as you did. Like, we're talking millions and millions of dollars um, and, like, three years' worth of roster movement. uh, And they got nowhere. So that just shows you not only are they, like, Not only do they not care about the roster rules, they don't really seem to understand how it all works either.
1: That's uh, one of my favorite tweets was was somebody who was like, Beckham basically learned the trade at LA Galaxy and then just took it straight to to (laughs) Miami as an owner. (laughs) I was just going to say, David Beckham. I've never
2: done this, but I was with this this club once.
3: I think.
0: (laughs) I think Beckham. This way. Bench, watch, Cuervos. (laughs) Oh. And then totally was like, well, if it happens in Mexico,
1: <laughs> it Club- must oh, be true. Shit, 101. He said, he said I uh, really enjoy this documentary, Club de Cuervos. <laughs> <laughs> this is <at> all fictional.
0: <laughs> and there you go. The they inter- told Mi- us this it,
2: stuff when yeah. I was in England. Yeah. <laughs> inter
0: Miami FC is the, is the Club de Cuervos of the MLS. Uh-huh.
1: Okay. Let's, let's get to uh, Minnesota United in Utah today. The I don't know. Is it a rivalry now with Ochoa? Who knows? He's not even playing. He He's not, not even the playing. That's right. That's right. Um, but the big news, the, the story, the narrative here is uh, Renoso is – at first there was doubt whether he was going to play because he was hurt. He's not feeling great. Uh, it'll be a game-time decision. And eh, We found out a couple days before that he is not going to play. He needs to recover. So we're going to have this first uh, – Renosolus lineup, um, which should be interesting to see what they can do without him. Uh, a potential Fragapane maybe start question mark. Junu uh, maybe gets a run out, maybe not. Um, what all do you think? Is like, let's let's start there. What, what's the lineup going to look like without our engine essentially?
0: The question is, do you want to play a four two three one or you want to play a four three three on the road in altitude? That's the question. What do you think is going to be more manageable? And I depending think on he what he starts,
2: I think he starts lewd as a striker because why do you not? You think
0: so? <laughs> I mean, there's lots because of possibilities. Why not? <laughs> why not?
3: Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not like we That's don't have all these other one guys. One of the most consistent. Wait, yeah.
2: Wait. I mean, I, I can see, I, I don't see Heath starting one of the new guys tonight. I, I just don't see it happening. Mm-hmm. um that, that's a, sub,
3: totally
2: fair. a sub maybe like the abula situation where they yeah. bring them in in the last 70 minutes just to see what happens
1: but he's going to go with
2: known known entity which would yeah. be robin wood
1: and speaking of known entity i'll use that as the transition running your star player to the ground until they're completely injured is on brand adrian heath
0: yep
3: <laughs> yep
0: I mean, it's also Boca. Heat. <laughs> they do that in Argentina all the freaking time. was yeah. like, oh, next year. No, but the thing is, too, is that we talked about it. It's like, what do we do? It's the what if, whatever. if I know so get hit by a bus scenario that I've. That yeah, I've- man,
1: I, I kind of partially blame you because you've been talking about this. since preseason. <laughs> I've been talking about this since last season.
2: I mean, since the guy's first game, I think we've been talking about this because yeah. he has been the target of everyone's ankle That's kicks right. and shin kicks and knee kicks like, from like take, his <laughs> first minute as a loon. Yeah. So yeah. it was always going to happen, and they need—they're finally recognizing that he can't just. Like, keep taking that and getting right back up and going, even though he does every game, he gets right back up and goes out there.
1: There, but, there is this um, realization you're human. No, come on. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the thing is, too, is, is,
0: is Reynoso has heart. He's never going to not want to be taken out. He wants to play as much as he can. Right. right? Yeah. And so that's the thing. But I mean, I think, I think Fragapani has to get some time. Um, the experiment with Dotset on the left, though. Um, it's functionable, it's not, um, it's not fruitful, right? It makes us a one, one, one-sided attack-minded team, right? We go to the right, we go to the right, we go to the right. I think Fragapane should get some playing time. I would actually put him to start because he's the most fit out of all of them. I mean, he literally, the day was announced, had played the night before. Like yeah,
2: he played minutes. like seventy minutes. <laughs> so
1: well, and and to that point, Fangmeyer didn't appreciate this for me because he obviously wants him on the left, and I do too. But he played; he's the ten for Talleres, or at least last week he was. So I mean, give homie a chance and do a do a mate for mate sub and put maybe put him in uh, in Renoso's spot and see what he can do. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it's, yeah. it's
0: what you're looking for. If you go for a four two three one, in Debassy is fit, Debassy starts right. So you have Chase Debassy boxy Metonier, right? Then the, then the two in the middle would be, do you want to play trap? And then do you want to play uh, Dotson, right? Or do you want to uh, experiment there, right? Then you have your left side, right? Um, Dotson can play the left, right? But we've seen it hasn't been. It. Why not put the, the Fragapane on the left to see what he can do? And if it doesn't work out, you at least know someone you can put on the left, right? Yeah. You have a McMasters, right? On the Plus right-hand you side. Have,
2: I mean, with DeBossi being back in, I think we're going to see a little bit more of uh, Gasper being released to run that left side as well. Oh, God,
0: no. That's uh, not not, I'm,
2: I'm not saying it should happen. I'm saying it's going to happen because <laughs> that's typically what happens when he plays next mm-hmm. to DeBossi. Foxy and DeBossi are going to stay home in the box uh i mean they'll they'll run up quite a bit but they'll be the main wall back there
1: Metnair he's,
2: he's and, like the the <laughs> <that's, yeah. laughs> and gasper will be up front shooting and crosses to whoever lands in the 10 spot
0: that's uh, Bridget. you're making me
1: depressed it's like literally i'm getting depressed
2: well maybe now line. that i've spoken it he'll do something completely different yeah
1: let, let me ask you all is is it is a w feasible here um it's really difficult for me to say that happens. I'm, I'm hoping for a tie. Uh, how are y'all feeling? It's either
2: I win think or a tie. W is a W is possible, but I think it'll take us a whole 10 minutes to see where this
3: game's going to go.
0: Right. I mean, you, either you park it or, or you go full out attack what you have and figure it. Out. I mean, like there's people, there's several people that can play the 10. Robin Lude has played a 10 before. Mm-hmm. Jacory Hayes, if you tell him, Jacory Hayes follows orders very well and he can play the 10. He's played that before. Bro, bro, goes,
1: <laughs> Jacory Hayes order. and McMaster. You're, you're, you're bringing up the names that Adrian Heath has already forgotten.
0: No, no. Jacory <laughs> Hayes has gotten playing in 10 uh, more than McMaster. And so like yeah. here's the thing. I'm, I'm just saying, if, you, if, you, if we go back to the 4-2-3-1, then that's what you're going to have to do. If you go to a 4-3-3, that's a different dynamic, right? I, I don't see unless something happens and, and um Agodelo gets a start, which is possible as a forward, that that is a possibility. but I would, know, think I would he's, on this team.
2: <laughs> I, think, I think he's out this week. I believe he took a knock as well.
0: Oh, dang it, So that means it's Juan Chope. I mean it's Juan Chope and and then Unu and then, and right after that. That's what you have, unless you really want to put way out there, which I'm all for playing the kids, but let's see. All right. Well, oh,
2: he's he's actually not on the latest report, so he could. Hmm. I don't know. We'll I'm see. just
0: saying, Unu has not played consistently in like three months. I don't know, three months, three months right? Yeah. So he needs. There's a fitness issue. Juan Chope is finally comfortable at a level where he says that he can. feels he feels good. So give him the run. Let him play let him play the 50 60 minutes until you realize it and then you bring in either somebody else or or you shift lude to that that forward position and, and you see what happens with that you can um i i I was really intrigued when Gregor played on the right wing uh some part of last game because he can control the ball and she's a feel better um, he has opportunities to do certain things. And I, I would not be opposed to having him play there if uh, on that side if he needed to. Because I think Dotson's greatest strength is is as an eight, pushing the ball forward into space and, and trying to create chaos. So
2: um, so as I'm looking at the injury report, I noticed that there's another name missing. Ike Apar. Who has been listed on every single injury report, even though he's been totally out? He is not listed on out. He is not listed on questionable. And you consider that we also just loaned a center back to Sac Republic.
1: Wow, that would be so a things curveball. To,
2: things to think about here.
1: That would be a curveball. I whoa. Okay. You heard it here, folks. Wow. All right, well, we'll see what happens. It's going to be wild. It's going to be late. Um, yep. I don't know if I mean, we're going to do with spaces because we're all old, and when, <laughs> it's, it's like, midnight. It's past our like, bedtime. We don't want to talk anymore.
2: <laughs> you'll, you'll probably notice that any of my live tweets are, like, great for the first 45 minutes, and then it'll be, like, every 20 minutes I'll be like, oh, yeah, there was a goal, like, 10 minutes right, ago." Right,
1: right, right. Maybe we'll do a halftime one or something. I
2: don't
0: uh, know. But let, just...
1: let's take a break yeah. and do some international. Go, Rodrigo. No, it. I was just
0: gonna say last time we did spaces like I had to like host it. I was hosting it, but I couldn't talk, <laughs> and That's I had hilarious. to hear you guys just banter back. And I'm like, if I <laughs> end it, it ends everything. So I'm just gonna. Yep. Kinda... Wait. So I just what? kept on you, texting. You
3: can't if you're the host, you can't talk. No, no,
0: no. You're supposed. I was. You're technically it's supposed to work that way. Like I host, uh-huh. and I can talk, but for some reason, when I start hosting and I and I muted my mic and I try to put, mute my background like eric's like rodrigo where did you go i was like I... so i ended up having to text him while i'm listening to it the whole thing and be like I, if i cancel this it's over like
1: so he's like wrap it up fools i was like i was like just so like
0: wrap it up you got 10 minutes you got five minutes two minutes and then hey, i was I'll, like I'll good tell it you,
1: this. You, you are in good company because i actually was on one yesterday with uh shannon lee bruce lee's daughter was doing one with um hbo and hbo max talking warrior and bruce lee and everything like that and hbo max like hbo was hosting it with her as like leading it and it crashed and disappeared so there you go (laughs) even not even hbo can keep it stable all right let's take a break on that note
3: Hi, this
2: is Lisa Watch, and no, you must be treating me, because I am definitely not blessing your ears in this podcast. Anyways, back to the Minnesota Football Show.
0: And welcome back to the second edition of the Minnesota Football Show where we'll be talking a little bit more about international news.
1: We had some uh, leagues all wrap up. I'm, I'm going to save the... Premier League for Bridget because I know she wants to f- talk about that um La Liga Atletico Madrid Felicitaciones they pull it off uh, Luis Suarez revenge scores the winning goal and then I thought this was amazing and I, I remembered this as soon as it came out basically they're saying Barcelona never learns because a number of years ago they sold uh, David Villa from uh, Barcelona to Atletico and then Atleti won La Liga and then it happened again this year they they sold Uh, Suarez to Atletico and Atletico wins. It's like starting to become a thing. So congrats to the uh, Atletico Madrid supporters. And uh, Real was two, Barcelona three. I can't remember who ended up in fourth, but there you go. Uh, Ligue 1, we don't cover a lot of the French League, but it's worth mentioning here just because the corrupt oil money did not win. No, Lille Lille pulls it off. Lille wins, wins Liga, so good for them, with uh, Timmy Wea from the United States playing over there. So one of the smaller clubs actually yeah, beat, up, beat up the big guys, so a little David and Goliath going on there. Another one we never really mentioned is Europa League. <laughs> um, I didn't. I, if anybody wants to chime in here, by all means mention it. I, I'm, I'm only putting it in there because I heard it was a little bananas in the, in the PKs. Uh, Villarreal and Man U tie in, in regular time 1-1. And then it goes to an extremely long penalty shootout with Villarreal finally winning after 11, 11 shots. So they almost made it through. Like they, they, they did basically two rounds of their five shooters, uh, which is pretty long and pretty impressive. So did, it, did any of you catch this? I, I just saw a bunch of really upset Manchester United people and then huh, all right. <laughs> the Villarreal gets that one. Um. Oh, this is from last week too. This is the your African Champions League. We have some quarterfinalists here. I'm sorry, semifinalists now. This was quarterfinal. So Al Ahly from Egypt mo- is moving on. Kaiser Chiefs from South Africa, Esperance from Tunisia, and Wedad Casablanca from Casablanca in Morocco. Uh, Liga MX very quickly uh, Cruz Azul uh, ends up winning. This this is the semifinal. They beat Pachuca. Right, second leg. They're getting through there. Yep, and then. Puebla and Santos, even though Santos loses the match on aggregate, they they move on. We'll talk about the final in a second, but your final was set with Cruz Azul and Santos. If I may uh, say, brings, yeah.
0: Peruvian coached Cruz Azul.
1: They were good. Uh, we, we might as well add it in here, sir. So They, they already played one leg, and it was a pretty – I don't know if you caught it, Rodrigo, if there's anything you want to add except that the, I I just saw highlights, and it seemed like a pretty balanced match until, like, the very end. Cruz Azul yeah, scored a good in, like, match, the 80, like, Eighty something, right?
0: Eighty fifth. Yeah, Cruz Azul had, a, had I mean, the, these two games are always like they, they. These teams hate each other, so it's like, <laughs> and and with the restrictions being mean playing playing the the second leg, it's always been. I mean, Cruz Azul has been here before. Mm-hmm. One step, one step in the door, and all it needs to do is is do the rest, and not been able to pull it off. So right. they're
1: they're also infamous for choking. <laughs>
0: That's what I meant. Exactly. So they're halfway in and pretty sure we'll we'll lock themselves out of the house. That's probably what they'll
1: do. So they play tomorrow on the second leg with one goal up on Santos. But just like you said, who knows what's going to happen? All right, Bridget, this is yours. Take it away. What a wild day last Saturday. I I will throw to you. um, Congratulations, I guess, are in order, first of all, for Liverpool getting it done, but take it away.
2: Yeah, uh, so Liverpool in their final match of the season is able to secure a Champions League uh, spot coming in third um, with 69 points, right? Nice. But 2-0 nice. over Crystal Palace. And it was a... They were not garbage goals. It was a good game. It was fun, classic Liverpool. Uh, and a good a good way to end the season.
1: And I guess the other, the other story here too, is just watching Leicester shit the bed. I mean, all they had to do (laughs) was basically win. And initially like it it was like one nil for 15, 20 minutes. And, and then Tottenham just woke up and took it to him four to (laughs) two. And then Chelsea also fell on their faces. They, they got beat Who, who, who knocked them off. Um, I thought I put it in here. Aston Villa two to one, so they lose as well, um, which which allows Liverpool to jump them both, uh, or rather, they were ahead of Leicester, but they end up ahead of Chelsea. Um, I was at the co-op getting groceries, and I was watching it on my phone, like as I'm pushing my little cart, and I, I even had my my earbuds in, so there was no audio, but there were enough people that could kind of like look over my shoulder. And I think it's the first time that I can remember in recent memory, certainly the last five, 10 years where I had multiple people like tapping me on the shoulder, like what's happening, what's happening? Where's the table? (laughs) Who's up? And I'm just like, yo, (laughs) (laughs) all right. Just kind of shows how far we've come. Where like the random strangers are, are, are into it, especially when it's like decision day for, for an EPL for EPL league. So I appreciated that. Rodrigo, you want to say something?
0: Um, and you also didn't get relegated, so I'm happy.
1: <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're alive. You're alive. Um, I put in some Estado-wais here for, for the Brazilian tournaments. Uh, just to mention that the São Paulo, SAP say they, they actually won the São Paulo uh, State Championship for the first time in over a decade. Uh, Palmeiras have has had this thing on lock for a while, so that was kind of a big win for them. No surprise that uh, Flamengo win Carioca, the one Rio. Uh, Grêmio... I uh, won the do Sul against Inter. And I think I put this up on the Twitter. There was this great video of them celebrating with them doing a pagode, a little samba. And the dude's just improvising, basically making fun of, uh, of Inter, saying they're going to they're gonna donate some of their trophies. It's spectacular. Um, and then the one that's, that I thought was, I guess, is closest to me is the Goyaz State Tournament. Uh, Goyaz had already been knocked out um uh, Villanova also a second division team oh no they were they were in it they were in the final but um Atletico Goianensi who are the only first division Serie A team were also knocked out so you had Villanova who's in Serie B now with Guayas, and Gremio Annapolis this is a team that is not even in Serie A. this is like maybe the equivalent of Minneapolis City essentially kind of like an MPSL team uh semi-pros maybe a couple pros thrown in there they win this thing. They win the state championship against, against the second division Villanova team, which allows them to get promoted now to Serie A. That, that's kind of their compensation, which is pretty badass. And I think they've only been around for, I had, I had a guy start, start chatting with me uh, from Annapolis and it was fun to like get his perspective. I, I think the, the team has only been around for maybe like 15 years, something like that. Uh, you know, totally small budget, Again, thinking of like a Minneapolis city, just in just just happy to be here. That should sound familiar. And and now they they actually get promoted to a, like a legitimate league, which is which is pretty badass. T- to the expense of Goyazi you Sporty Klubi, but you know what? It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rodrigo, you want to do some Libertadores here, quick?
0: Yeah, let's go ahead. Um, River Plate last, three to one to Fluminense. Um, Santa Fe tied 0 0 with Junior FC. Uh, Racing Club uh, defeated Rentistas 3 0. Sao Paulo uh, FC defeated My Sporting Cristal 3 0. Atletico MG walloped 4 0. And Deportivo La Guaira. And I think um, Cerro Porteño we were able to defeat America de Cali 1 0.
1: Yeah. So, so here are, this was the last round of the group stage. So uh, out of that, out of, out of those that he just listed going into the knockouts, you've got Fluminense and River from that first group. Um, You've got racing and Sao Paulo from the second group and Atletico Atletico Mineiro and Cerro Porteño from that other group. Um, There's going to be an interesting little theme here because they actually divide the pot between the, the high scores and the low scores and you notice I mentioned River and Sao Paulo second. River, Sao Paulo, and, and Boca are actually all in the second column, which I don't think has ever happened before.
0: Yeah, it's going to be really interesting, right? Because the yeah. other groups are like... Because um, the international tied zero zero with always ready. Apparently, they were Was, ready.
1: Nah, they they <laughs> were, but it wasn't enough because go do the next one.
0: Yeah, Olymp- Olympia defeated uh, Deportivo Tashira say, 6-2. Yeah, so that pretty much set them <laughs> Yeah. Uh, um, that <laughs> uh, always ready to hopefully start getting ready for next season <sighs> or next, yep. um, if they qualify for the next Copa. Copa hopefully, NFL, we'll see. Yeah, Barcelona SC defeated uh Santos FC three to one. I found that is really interesting. I didn't get to watch it, but it was one of those, you know, and um, as we have it, uh, Boca Juniors. Defeated the strongest, the other Bolivian team that uh, whose name I really, the really, team name really enjoy is 3 uh, nothing, And that's a uh, group yeah. C. Group F, uh, Nacional, defeated 2 0 in Argentina Juniors and Ude Católica 2 0 over Atletico Nacional.
1: So the big one there, the big narrative there is the current runners up of the tournament, Santos, are out. They got knocked out. With a, with a Barcelona win and a Boca Juniors win, they're done. So Barcelona move on, number one, Boca, number two. And that group, uh, Inter and Olympia in the other one, and Argentino Juniors and Universidad Católica in EFE. But it, it's kind of wild to think. We, we just watched. It doesn't feel like that long ago. We watched that Palmeiras-Santos final, and it was such a good battle. And bye-bye. <laughs> They're gone. So
0: crazy that was like felt like it was last week and now we're here talking about it again, right? I and know. then you have Grupo Grupo A. Not to Justicia. mention Salteldo,
1: right? They lost Salteldo. He's in Toronto, yeah. not in Toronto, but wherever they're at in New York.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Defensa Justicia tied with Independiente del Valle, Palmeiras. Okay, I, I love when I saw the scoreline, I like jumped for joy because Definitario de Reportes is like one of the biggest rivals in Peruvian yeah. soccer, like. Like even though a lot of the MLS players come from universities, Peruvian MLS players come from Universitario de Portes. I am so happy whenever they lose in anything. So it's yep. uh, Palmeiras beat them six nothing. Yeah, uh, Flamengo. It, it was tied like with-
1: four four nil at half. Yeah, it well, <laughs> was pretty bad.
0: because <laughs> they were almost relegated. So that was the thing. Yep. It's like you know, like they were going through some hardships a couple of years ago. It's like you know, Flamengo tied zero zero with Vela Starfield and uh, El Duque El- El- de Quito. Which is
1: mm-hmm. um, bu- 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 team. Um,
0: thank you. Defeated Union La Caleras five to two, and I think uh Amarilla scored a couple.
1: So he got I don't like know if man scored of the match. One or not. I'm Maybe pretty he sure he did. I think he scored or, I mean, five goals. Yeah. I think he um, scored two. So the the big narrative here is for the first time in the history of the Libertadores tournament for the uh defensive justicia and independiente match you had an all-female referee uh group center ref all the side refs everybody uh two women from brazil and two women from chile so pretty big deal good stuff good to see um in terms of of people moving on palmeiras obviously and uh, d and j get a move on as well and then flamengo it's the tie right there neither of Nobody could catch up to either Flamengo or Velez. So even though they tie, they both move on. Flamengo first, Velez uh, second. So there you go. There'll be a draw. I can't remember if it's this week or next week for the knockouts and kind of go from there. I don't know why I put that Euros in here, I guess for two weeks from the Euros. I put that in there for some reason. Whoop
0: Okay, tell me about this name I (laughs) think.
1: I don't I don't know a whole lot about this. Uh, th- this goes to super sub uh, Chilena Eli. She she brought this in. Thank you, Elisa. Um, but apparently, I'll, I guess I'll just read. Um, here they say, quote, Nike was deeply disturbed by sexual assault allegations made by one of our own employees against Neymar. The alleged incident occurred in 2016, was officially re- reported to Nike in 2018. The employee came forward to share her experience in a forum created by Nike leadership to afford a safe environment which a current and former employee could confident, uh, confidentially share their experiences and concerns. From the very beginning, we have treated the employee allegations and her experience with great seriousness, Seriousness, and it goes on from there. Um, this would not be the first time that Neymar has been in some trouble like this, um, but it might be the first time there are actual repercussions because he has been dropped. That was the first thing that happened in terms of like sponsorship. Uh, so he's off Nike's payroll, um, I'm not sure where else it's going to go. If there's going to be a uh, legal case, uh, but uh, I don't know. I'll throw it to you all.
3: Um, I mean, we've seen what happens when someone
2: actually did rape someone, and like it's been proven, and like nothing happens, and he still is still playing. So I have like zero confidence that. And I mean, I'm I'm glad Nike took the step to drop him, but. And they're and they're providing her with legal support as well,
0: mm-hmm. which um, is a, which is the first for Nike because if you guys remember yeah. a couple of years ago, with a five six years ago there was a a another a, another story in which a athlete who was training under one of the Nike training facilities or like programs, um, you know, came out and said that they that their coach was you know sexually assaulting them mm-hmm. and like making do all these I different things, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so like but Nike didn't do anything about that, right? Like there was a whole lawsuit and litigation and not, I can't totally recall the top of my head. What was the end of, result of that? But I knew that one of the biggest things was that Nike didn't take any action that Nike didn't set any boundaries. Nike didn't really do anything. So. Right. I'm not wait, trying wait. to give Nike credit for what, they, what they're doing now, but I'm just saying it's the minimum they can do they're
2: they're at least doing something even after i mean they say later on in that statement that there was an investigation and they weren't able to find hard facts but i mean we all we all know how those investigations go it's it's like he said she said and they're just gonna say yeah yeah we don't really have anything definitive unless there's a witness and there most likely was not so um they're, I mean, they're at least, I give them credit for putting out the statement for explaining what they've been doing the last two years um, and why they didn't speak up until now. Uh, so it's, I mean, it's progress, I guess. It's
1: a small It step. shouldn't be yeah. happening
2: at all, but, you know.
1: Indeed. Um, I'm going to skip this one and jump to because uh, Sheila made a reference to Cristiano Ronaldo who's
3: did I say that (laughs) I
1: I I said the name (laughs) you just said the reference (laughs) um I I don't know if you all I'm sure you all caught this by now but the whole Minnesota map tweeted out by by Juventus that became this this big thing and I, I at first I was confused too but then I just read I mean my Italian is not amazing but it's good it's fine so i just listened to the dude talk and then i read the transcript i'm like oh he's talking about his horse this is the the coach uh allegories he, he, yeah, so- he bet on a horse named minnesota that was an underdog and then minnesota won and so he he banked all this money and so this became like the metaphor for his coaching style and his career right. where he's like, right. I'm the underdog. I'll take a chance. And everybody just saw the state of Minnesota. It was like, Juventus is coming to Minnesota. Are they going to play Minnesota United? <laughs> and then money. I was like, everybody pump the brakes. Right.
0: So the <laughs> only time I ever want to see Juventus play in the United States is if Cristiano Ronaldo sets foot on American soil. That's the only mm-hmm. time I ever want to see Juventus. Yeah. Because his name is uh, the coach's name is Massimiliano Allegri. And and the story is, is really like, you know, um when he was betting on the horse, right? Uh gambling, right? I don't know what how old he was, but uh one of the bookmakers said it's easier for you to coach in Serie A one day than Minnesota to win the race. That was the quote. Um and then Allegri then added, Minnesota won the race, and I am now the Juventus coach. So that's the connection and that's the context of this whole like. Because it, it, it went and ended up being crazy, and people were like, "Wait, what's going on?" It was like, what are "Yeah, we it was it was
1: classic internet snowball of just insanity." <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we have a Champions League final here, friends, in about ten minutes. Uh, Rabbit ears, CBS, Man City, Chelsea. What's going to happen in this thing? I mean, or, or let me rephrase: Can Chelsea win this?
0: Anything is possible. That's what fair enough out. yeah i mean i just you know it's not you, am i excited to watch this no not really you know it's
1: i just it's, think the, the, the pep guardiola brain is is just so advanced i i just don't see how that's gonna lose
0: but, i mean the only cool you know. thing is that we're gonna have an uh an american-born soccer player win be able to hold Either a trophy way. right and Hosted at their parents' houses at at, at, a, at a fancy din- <laughs> dinner, wine in somewhere in off New England coast. Somewhere, somewhere in like,
1: Pennsylvania, they're both from Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania.
0: Yeah, somewhere in Pennsylvania, there'll be like a cup being sitting there at some, you know, mothers or grandmothers, uh electress or you know, just 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 a show off type of thing, right? I mean, that's what it's going to be. It yeah. is pretty
1: amazing. There's two U.S. citizens, and they're both from the same state. I mean, how how likely is that?
0: I mean, I want to know is that what would you do with a cup that size? That's what I want to know. What would you fill it with?
1: Well, it should be fun. Or not. I don't know. It could go either way. Um, Liga Amiaki's final. The second leg of the Clubs again is tomorrow. That one is on Rabbit Ears Univision, Cruz Azul Santos. Uh, Good news at the end. I love this story. I will put it out for whoever wants it because it's our boy. Take it.
0: Um, I'll I'll go with it just because you know everyone knows I'm at the biggest Landon Donovan fan as a soccer player, but as a coach, it's i uh, beginning to warm up. But the San Diego loyal have picked up and officially made Miguel Bribarra one of their players. So all the practices <laughs> and highlights that we saw are um. Are coming through, and so that's cool because you know Colin's still playing for them, and so we get to see two former Minnesota United players play together. Jack Blake, yep, mm-hmm. three, yep, Blake, yep, yeah, three. three. So that's three. I mean, so like it's it's like literally like like I'll I'll watch I'll watch like I already set my ESPN Plus to be able to watch some of these replays and games I don't know, just because it'll be fun to watch Ibarra get good minutes and and be mm-hmm. able to be in healthy competition. And-
2: yeah, and just watching him be happy again. Like all those training yes. videos we, we saw, he's just he's just out there enjoying himself. I mean, they didn't yeah. – so they didn't sign him after uh, those training sessions because he was in discussions um, and negotiations with uh, at least one MLS club, I believe. Um, so that, that didn't work out, but it's good to see he's got a, a good place to land, uh, a good place yeah. to – Kind of build his confidence, enjoy the game, um, and then hopefully, you know, get back after that. But I think it's a good step for him.
0: No, I, I agree too. Even though I thought for a while that after Andy Polo got injured, that um, that Portland might come knocking just to see for death purposes. But they might I mean, still come.
1: Who knows?
2: Yeah, I I think he needs to be active actively playing so that they have a, a new. Uh, a more recent sample to look at and actually like see him actively playing. Um, yeah. He when he was in Seattle, he spent a lot of time on the bench. So there's it's not like there's a there was a whole lot of call for him, but now yeah, there were a whole lot of easier.
0: misses <laughs> that yeah. everyone was able to witness. That I think that was one of the reasons right. that he yep. Yep. kept kept seeing the bench because every opportunity that he got, it was. Not bouncing his way, so. But this is great because we get to watch him, yep. you get to see him yeah, play. So, and he gets to stay. And the most important thing for him, he gets to stay somewhere close to home. So,
1: yeah. So, hold on. Let me let me set up this narrative here. Christian Ramirez, potential Aberdeen. How amazing would it be if he has a, this a phenomenal season with San Diego and Rangers? Call me Gelivara. <laughs> <laughs> right? Come on, it writes itself. That's all I got. I'm that would done.
2: be <laughs> I like it.
0: Yeah, that would that would really Yeah, I can't say anything else about that. So yeah.
1: <laughs> I have a Patreon. Patreon.com backslash MN football show for all the specials and bonus and whatever we're doing over there. Um we'll do some spaces at some point. Probably not post match this won't even be out before post-match, so it doesn't matter, <laughs> but look, look for us, maybe halftime or something like that. And yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you for, for those of you that have been listening for three years, big, big ups. muito What's, wrong, warriors. With big question. Yeah, also, what's <laughs> wrong with you? Yeah. Also <laughs> what's wrong with you, your warriors and what's wrong with you, <laughs> but no, we really appreciate you all listeners and supporters. Uh, thank you so much. Rodrigo, Bridget, Sheila, um, Oh, and next week, I'm out. This will be historic, too. You're going to have Bridget and Elisa at the same time for the first time Finally, ever. Exactly. We it's can dispel happen.
0: that theory that Bridget and Elisa are the same person, right? <laughs> it is. I'll believe it when yeah. I see it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> we'll have proof. All right. Thanks, everyone. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Ciao. Breaking news Llegando acá al Minnesota Football Show I am Rodrigo Sanchez Chavarria I am actually one of your co-hosts And I wanted to give you guys an update On the craziness Of the telenovela that we call Copa America 2021 uh, As we last recorded this show um, We were talking We were certain that it was going to happen We received the news that it was going to happen in Brazil uh, Apparently um, You can only have that happen if um what's the what, what what if someone um approves it from the government apparently the president had a conversation with some officials and he said yeah if it was up to me i totally would it do it there's already Copa libertadores et cetera et cetera et cetera but no other government official has actually approved it and not only that but uh in my own personal uh instagram feed I saw a lot of Peruvian players also being dumbfounded by the news that we were going to play Copa America in not only a political, but a COVID hot zone in South America. And that seems to be a recurring theme, right? Colombia, Chile, and Argentina have all the doubts about Copa America and Brazil. Uh, Colombia is the latest to say that the players are worried, right? And um, if you don't follow... Diego Montalban on Twitter. You need to follow Diego Montalban on Twitter. Not only is he a, a great sports journalist, a fellow Peruano, but he's always on point on um, his news sources and right now. And also comes out, um, also F- FIF Pro uh, came out in defense of the players because of the ban as Copa America. Under the current circumstances, FIFPRO would. Of course, fully support any player that decides to withdraw from the tournament for health and safety reasons. So um, there's a statement from Feeve Pro. I mean, it's just getting crazier and crazier by the second. So um, we are trying to uh, keep up with it. But um, as far as it's known, this is now known as not Copa America 2021, but Copa COVID 2021. with uh, Hopefully you have more updates soon. More than anything, follow us on our Twitter or any of our social medias. More likely we'll get the news out that way. All right, take care, everyone.